Good evening and welcome to the FFS podcast. I'm your host Prady once again and this is episode number 4 of season 1 of the Dressing Room series. Now to those of you who are joining us here for the first time, uh the Dressing Room series is something that we started last year where we have guest interviews or interviews one-on-one interviews with guests of the podcast or previous guests of the podcast, recurring guests, you know, regular guests of the podcast. Uh, so we have them on here on this series and we talk to them about everything but football right so there's not we're not going to be talking about anybody's favorite team we're not going to be talking about their favorite players we're not going to be talking about you know the matches that they watch and all of that we're going to be talking about their life you know it could be from how we met each other how you know what they're doing currently in life you know what their future plans are all of that is what we're going to be covering today and the reason i suppose i started doing this is because well on a personal level i wanted to get to know my guests a little more apart from just football because yeah i've been i've done this podcast for the past couple of years and i just know the teams that they support and i just know the footballing facts or aspects about my guests right but it's just from a personal level i just wanted to get in touch with uh the guests that i've had on the podcast get to know a little bit about them and i suppose i'm also posting this publicly so that for people who are watching this you know you may uh probably have watched our, watched them in our uh, normal podcast and you probably have a perception of them or a first impression and then this probably gives brings them probably closer to home in terms of you get to know them a lot better you probably have more things in common that you than you thought and yeah i suppose if you do then you probably can get in touch all of that stuff right so that's the whole reason for this podcast now For today's episode, we are joined by a very special guest, and her name is Mithila. So, Mithila, welcome to the podcast once again. I'm glad to have you back on here. And why don't you tell us a bit about yourself before we start talking about your life in general? Awesome, awesome. Thanks for having me, Pradi. I think like after I'm I'm doing a podcast with you after a while, so it feels feels good to be back. Um, so a little bit about myself. I am a professional, semi-professional footballer. out of india i play in the karnataka women's league and i hope to play in the iwl this year as well i also have a full time job at uh, sisters in sweat it is a sport based startup for uh, women we basically are a sporting community of women and we're based out of bangalore i head operations at sisters in sweat um i've been i i've basically lived in breed football pretty much my whole life i think uh, i started football around 11 i played a lot of sport uh, before that um, my mom constantly put me through any sport that she could find swimming okay you go swim badminton okay you go play summer camps in badminton so it was constant activity i was i think i was sort of bred through sport and i used to watch uh, watch doordarshan a lot <laughs> i think uh, uh, as as i grew up so that was my that was my go to for sport I remember watching national games I was watching I think if you remember from the olden times new sports new sports was yeah. the second uh, place where I went to after star and all of that right so there was new sports and I grew up watching and playing sport and being active so I think it set a good precedent for uh, who I would be later on in life as well um but yeah I mean other than that I I love music I love movies good recommendations on and I've recently started reading some books as well as not like me but there are some books that uh, have got my eye so recently started reading some books but otherwise um, a good movie good tv show uh, you know something that makes you think um, yeah. something that's light sometimes all of my favorites uh, i love i love i think like because of sport i started loving the outdoors as well so either travel or text uh, completely my jam um But yeah, other than that, a good conversation is some is a way that somebody can get to know me well. Yeah, awesome. I think that's why I love your podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm hoping for. I mean, obviously, brilliantly laid down what we're going to be talking about for probably I don't know how however long this conversation takes <laughs> us, right? But I did start this podcast by saying that we're probably going to talk about everything apart from football, but. since your life is about football i suppose that will come into conversation but we're not going to be talking about the teams <laughs> that you support it's obviously your life yeah. in football all right so the way i 
start this particular series uh, or the way I've started it and I feel like now I should just continue going on with it is by asking guests on the podcast as to how we got to know each other met the first time now the past few guests a couple of them have been in school with me so I knew them from school um, then one we got to know through the podcast and I suppose the same goes with you right? we only connected via the podcast first Correct. Yeah, yeah, that's correct. I think you DM'd me a while, I think, uh, around the pandemic, if I'm not wrong. Yeah, that's me sliding into DMs. I just do it for football podcasts. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So, I think, I think if I'm not wrong, it was the US Women's National Team versus Netherlands um, podcast that we did. And actually, a little earlier than that, we'd met for the IWL preview. Yeah. Uh, that's what, yeah. 19, yeah. Was, yeah, okay, that was the first one. Sorry. So, so I yeah, think so, the, I I came like I got introduced to you. I think I think was it Philarima who mentioned because I yeah, had Philarima heard, Yeah, because I think I had interviewed Philarima. I think before that about the U.S. women, the 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 equal pay, gender equality thing. I think I'd interviewed her for that. And then I wanted to do something on the IWL and I had Abrashmina on here, on there. And then I asked Philarima and she said, you know, I'll, let me ask you. And then I got to then interact with you. And that was exactly that. Actually, if you to think about it, that was season one. So that was Ooh. not bad. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was end of season one. Yeah, that that seems like quite a while ago. But you're right. I think <laughs> it was probably during the pandemic. and. Uh, yeah, uh, the reason I came to know about you because she she I was watching a couple of the IWL games at that point. I think it was on Facebook, right? It was where it was being televised yeah. a lot. Yeah, and you were the commentator at that point of time. I was, I was. I mean, yeah. see, at that point, I was injured. I really wanted to play the IWL, but then hey, I really wanted to be a part of it as well. So I just did, did whatever I could, and I got a commentary gig with it. I've never commentated before in my life. I just did it for fun at home to make fun of the commentators. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I suppose that it worked in your favor that see, normally when I watch football, I know we're getting into that territory, but when I do it, I normally mute the commentators. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not the best way to start. Yeah, I do it. Yeah, uh, unless it's like I'm watching in a pub or something and I can't, but I, normally I do that. Whether I'm playing FIFA on my play, PlayStation or something, I do mute it. Uh, just because it just feels. Oh, you're deep. saying you muted. Okay, I heard. I heard you say you listen to the commentators a lot. Okay, no, that was very anticlimactic no. for me. <laughs> yeah. No. So I mute it uh, because I don't want to listen yeah. to them. And but the fact that it worked for you is because there was no crowd. There's nothing around. So I w- and there's like it felt very barren apart from the mm-hmm. girls, the women playing football. So your comment commentary actually helped at least give some life to it. Um, so that was, yeah. that was, that was nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm glad uh, there was a little bit of life in that voice. Um, I mean, it was, it was a lot of fun. I think, uh, for me, what, whatever I have seen, uh, and heard of commentators watching sport, uh, as a kid, I think it just sort of came into fruition and yeah, I ended up being a commentator, man. I mean, who the hell would have thought? Yeah, exactly. That. I suppose that is somewhat of a dream for many of us, like to watch football, to kind of commentate on the games that you're watching. And we, you're right. I think we do it anyway while watching it. Like that's why I don't because I have my own yeah. thoughts and I just don't want others talking in between. <laughs> yeah. All right. So that was probably the first time I got to know you, and I obviously since then we've had you on the podcast for multiple times, which I am very happy that I'm able to have recurring guests on. I'm glad that I didn't like scare you off, scare many you and many other people off the podcast. <laughs> like oh, this creep, no, no, no. Uh, like I've got you've tried your best though. I think of over the past few times that I've asked you to come up with some sort of excuses. <laughs> like I've asked. Oh you my for, god, it really was so an excuse. I have literally been. No, in no, season. I know. Yeah. I am still in season. Yeah. So like, uh, yeah. so for those of you who, uh, if you remember, I did the Euro 22. Or, yeah, 21, 22. No, 22 euros. Euro 22 yeah. this year, yeah. Yeah, correct. Yeah, I keep, I'm just lost. Yeah, 21 yes, of the men's. Yeah, 22. 
thank you so 22 uh, euros and mithila was actually part of the panel and then um yeah oh that was so and bad was <laughs> couldn't join that yeah yeah but yeah i'm i'm glad that we could have you we've had you on here multiple times and yeah like hopefully for the future but now let's move on to apart from your hobby so you've obviously given us a brief about what you like apart from football now let's talk sports because you said like your your you were involved in various other sports activities and all that so apart from football are there any other sports that you religiously follow or is it just football follow i mean i started following the wnba a little bit um last year um and also that was also because i followed subbird on instagram and i saw a lot of youtube videos of her and then i got to know about them to rossi and i just fell into that uh bit of uh, wnba and just understood all the players i watched the us uh, women's olympic team on the basketball court so i think they were i don't think anyone's ever going to come close to them for a while now uh, and i think recently also they beat south korea or china if i'm not wrong 145 to uh an 89 or something and that that was a yeah. world record in women's basketball scoring it was 145 points in a game wow. that's crazy right so yeah. yeah so i think uh i think i was like it was one thing after the other before that i mean i've watched cricket with my i grew up watching cricket with my dad um uh, the men's team of course i don't think there was a telecast for the women at that point um yeah. but yeah i've been watching cricket yeah. I, i i i followed all of the um the the multi sport events like commonwealth games olympics um i followed hockey a little bit because india was doing well and it was just always very hyped i think my mom secretly wishes i became a hockey player and my dad secretly <laughs> wishes i became a cricketer i became okay. neither so big disappointment <laughs> but uh, but yeah i think uh, i think fo- been following sports on and off pretty much not too hard into anything but uh, i used to be a crazy like like i said i think cricket uh tennis a little bit here and there the the most the cream of the cream matches like the nadals and the federer matches enough. yeah uh, all of that serena williams all of that um but yeah other than that it was mostly football and cricket just now okay yeah i suppose like i suppose most of the people that have had on here work started off watching cricket because as indian families do yeah, we do we just do it <laughs> yeah we like okay that's the only sport that's there in life <laughs> and then until someone introduces us to some other sport it just otherwise yeah i think yeah, I, i remember i think uh, during the first ipl or i don't remember when i think uh, chennai lost to uh, night riders the kolkata night riders if i'm okay i mean they I lost multiple times <laughs> no no chennai has not lost multiple times uh, we won a lot yeah, um, yeah but i think it was also it was one of the most initial seasons i don't remember okay. what was but i remember everyone being crazy about it and everyone said oh my god i feel sure we got to watch it that so and that was also around the time when india was doing really well in the t20s so i remember yuvraj six sixes yeah. in over i remember that entire yeah uh, as a chennai fan i i can i do i i'm saying that because i know that we've <laughs> probably lost yeah, we, quite a bit <laughs> yeah i don't think but, yeah. but we, we we made the playoffs i think almost Every yeah highest yes. uh but yeah i think even from uh, cricket right now i've i've limited cricket only to either the big tournaments uh like or ipl and then the big international tournaments the other normal ones i just probably see the score and just be like okay fair mm-hmm. enough i can't can't sit down and watch you know the full thing it's just after football i suppose that sitting down and watching an entire 50 over game is like oh my god uh if but i suppose yeah, if it's in the good. if it's in the stadium it's a different ball game altogether i've i've enjoyed i've enjoyed myself watching the games of the stadium but yeah i think uh, at home it's like pain yeah. channels true but i think also the last two years especially uh, right around the pandemic and after the pandemic i've been into women's sport a lot a lot more yeah. than uh, men's sport mainly because i think uh because of the increased coverage and for me yeah. to look at the fact that okay shit they're showing uh women's sport and it's great because i couldn't watch it through growing up 
and now I'm able to watch it. So I think women's cricket, I've I'm not followed it uh, ardently, but I, I I like looking, checking scores. I like checking the recent updates and. Same, yeah, same. Even for any anything right now, like with women's football or women's cricket or anything, it's just nice to just yeah. check up the score. I wouldn't watch it. I, I mean, football I would, but not cricket, not, not cricket. that much. Yeah. Um, all right. So, apart from now sports, sporting activities and everything, what are your hobbies? What do you do to, after you've done with Sisters in Sweden, after a hard day's work, uh, what, what do you, how do you come back home and relax? Like, what's your go-to? Um, I think for me, like I said, uh, uh, a, a good show is a very mm-hmm. nice way to find. I think uh, I don't know why I found it very recently, but I only very recently watched Modern Family, and I've been oh, watching it on okay very recently. I don't know why I just I was not much of a TV show person before. I think earlier it was Friends and the vintage ones, uh, How I Met Your Mother, Friends, Office, and all of that. Mm-hmm. But uh, at but yeah, but like. <laughs> I saw that. I saw that. Do you not like The Office? No, I don't like How I Met Your Mother. I love The Office. Ah, okay. Yeah. Great. Okay. How, I, no, how I, I Met Your Mother? How I Met Your Mother? Like I wasted eight years of my life watching that show. <laughs> I kid you not. No, I think The Office is better too. I think no. So also, I never really liked The Office that much because it felt like a lot of effort, and I was so used to the the noise at the background, especially the induced la- the crowd laughter after Friends and even uh, Big Bang Theory, right? So, yeah. uh, to actually, un- to, to get used to the kind of humor in office took me a little bit, but once you get into it, it's really fun. Yeah. Uh, so, what are you watching now yeah. or binge-watching? What's your oh, I'm part? watching the, the House of Dragon right now. And I'm, okay. also, nice. I'm also a humongous Marvel fan, all credits to my sister. Um, so she's got me into this entire rabbit hole. I've gone through all of the Easter eggs. I've gone through all these um, YouTube breakdown videos on Marvel shows. Oh, wow. I've, okay. I've I've gone down there. Yeah, I've gone down that path. I'm all the way through. So I think I've been I've not missed even a single Marvel show since um, the End Game. Okay. And wow. so actually what happened was before the end game, I had watched a few Marvel movies here and there, like Iron Man Thor, Think Red Bull Hulk and Ant Man. Here shows here and there, right? But I I didn't know the chronology behind it at all until Endgame happened. And then Endgame happened, I went back and saw all seventeen to twenty of all of the movies. And then after Endgame, I got so invested in it that I didn't miss anything. I saw WandaVision, I saw Falcon, I saw Loki, I saw everything. That is some effort. That is some I effort. I saw everything. Now I'm watching She Hulk and House of Dragon. Okay. okay. So uh, she Hulk is very, it's not great. Yeah. So the thing with Marvel is since Endgame, I think I have reduced my Marvel content. Uh, <laughs> I've limited to the movies and a few TV shows because it just feels like a few characters, to be fair, I really don't care too much. I just, so the thing is, I mentioned this on the previous podcast. What I do is I watch on YouTube reactors watching She Hulk and all that. <laughs> so I, and they show clips of it, right? Like while right. they're watching the show. So I was like, okay, I'm caught up with that. In 10 minutes, I'm watched like, or five, 10 minutes, I've watched the entire like She Hulk uh, episodes. So I was like, okay, great. I've just wasted five minutes rather than watch House of Dragons. I will commend you on that. It's, it's a good yes, show. Yes, House of Dragons is pretty good. Started well. I I I'm scared still. I have it's back of my head is like, uh, don't be like Game of Thrones. Don't be like Game of Thrones. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I would say I think like don't be like the last three seasons of Game of Thrones. Oh yeah, until, okay. until the fifth season it was great, and then sixth was actually ended quite well. It was not bad, but I think after the sixth season, um, the whole prediction thing started, fan theory started, and everyone just sort of got into the rabbit hole of yes. that. So. so uh, I don't know. Obviously, it's not going to be a spoiler for House of Dragons, but I don't know if you know. So, in the first episode, they mention like a song of fire and ice with the dra- dagger, yeah. right? And yeah. I got so pissed because it's he's mentioning a certain character from Game of Thrones, yeah, and that was supposed to be his ending. That's the story of his life, and mm. it didn't happen. And I'm like, That's you mad? You like? How? Why are you bringing this pain again? And I was like, I thought I'd lo- <laughs> I thought I'd been okay. I thought I'd recovered after watching it. And, I, and the fact that it, I I 
detest that last episode even more like a friend and i woke up at 5 o'clock in the morning 4 o'clock or 5 o'clock in the morning to see it as it premiered because we didn't want to wait and yeah i think in uh, in india it was around 8 am yeah yeah so it was, it was yeah so any other are you a movie person or a tv show person i think i'm a little bit more of a movie person than a tv show person i i enjoy all kinds of movies in all languages so i don't have issue that i think all south indian uh movies lately have been amazing yeah especially malayalam movies i think are fantastic exactly uh, yeah i just uh, i actually just started watching kuruthi but i haven't finished it yet so oh okay it's okay it's quite nice uh okay all right. so <laughs> okay so top 5 movies of all time though oh my god no i cannot do that <laughs> you can't on. make me do that no i love in, movies too much to be doing that in no particular order <laughs> in in no particular order i will give you like 25 i i have time for 25 <laughs> i love movies no 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 okay. so okay i'll tell you i think i think feel good movies wise um what is the genre that you normally go for though not not anything in particular i just avoid the the extremely gory stuff okay. but other than that i'm good with uh, i i i would i don't know i mean thrillers are great murder mysteries are great anything related with crime spy yeah. all of that stuff is great uh, romcoms are always a go to but i stay away from um you know you know that movie solo yeah Star i stay Wars. away from movies like that Wait, are you talking about Solo Star Wars? No, 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 no. The Indian movie Solo. Oh. Oh no, it's I don't think I've watched it. It's it's okay. I, I don't like stories which are long and narrative and Okay. just don't seem to stop. So I I don't like movies like that. But I think yeah. um really funny ones like any rom-com is great any any time of the day. Okay. Yeah. Um I do commend you on the South Indian choice. I mean right now I've been probably I probably watch more Malayalam movies and Tamil movies than I have English ones. Um like off late I feel like I any time it comes up on Netflix or Hotstar or uh Net or Prime okay mm. let's check what the plot is first then obviously the actors yeah. and then we see it. So Yeah I know. I I've actually just been watching movies recommended to me. I don't go out of my way to look for them. Uh, um but yeah i mean lucky for me both my parents have very good taste in films um so i think they they just wa- they watch it and they're like oh my god you have to watch this it's so good yeah so it started off with like that for me so my folks would like say why don't you watch this malayalam movie and at that point i was like ah oh, should i watch it and then i started watching it and now it's like the opposite way so i'd have <laughs> probably watched it first and it's it's sort of now back and forth like i'd have if i watched something first i'd be like Oh have you watched that? It's like no 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 come and sit down and watch. I'm like okay. <laughs> or then if I haven't watched then they're like oh watch this and I'll be like okay. Um all right so then let me then narrow it down. Top 5 South Indian films of all time. Of all time. That's the worst question you can ask. Me. Or favorite. I wouldn't yeah I'm mean, a favorite top 5 I don't know. I guess five movies that you would recommend to someone. Okay fine. I mean in no particular order or genre. I think um, Alai Pai De. Okay. Um, yeah. Classic. I mean, it's it's really sappy. I love it. No question. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Um. Then, God, I love so many movies. Oh, okay. So crime thriller wise, I think I would fully recommend Durvangal Padinaru. Okay. It's a great movie. You should watch it. And then there is also Visarana is great. Okay. Um. Uh, there are a lot of crime thriller. Uh. recommendations yeah. this there's also there's other movie called iravuk airam kangal okay that's great um i think feel good wise i would recommend movies like dil chahta hai uh zindagi na milegi dobara dil da rakhne do all of those are like this this is this like good movies right yeah um then you got one more i mean i can go on okay i yeah, it, it, I say five that it's most probably not the best five that I have probably a lot more lined up which I can't think of right now. Uh um I have too many movies in mind. Got to narrow it down even more. Okay. Uh 
Oh wait, Malayalam there's also I mean Malayalam feel good movies premium uh yeah. Saturdays all oh, of the yeah. all of the general classics but I think other than that in Malayalam I really like trans. Oh yeah, okay. I love the first half. The second half became very Bollywood in a way. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. A little but, bit. But but yeah. it was great. I think it, it had me hooked so I was I was interested that story the whole time. Forensic is a fantastic movie. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh it's creepy. Uh, it, it that that soundtrack is creepy. The soundtrack is really creepy but but it's a fantastic story so yeah. that's that's um, Have you watched Kumbhalangi night? I haven't no I have not watched it. Okay you I think for me I don't know even if I'm not even limiting it to South Indian but I feel like that could be like one of the movies of that hooked me on first into Malayalam movies and like that became like I have recommended it to a lot of people. So that is one crazy movie that you need to watch. Yeah, no so see I've been recommended that movie for a while. I just kept putting it out, putting it out and uh, no you should just get to that. Yeah. yeah um, okay. All right. So we've got TV movies all that sorted out. Uh what about anything else like music and stuff? You obviously said books off late. But oh, I wouldn't me, probably yeah. yeah, wouldn't ask you for your top 5 yet as in Yeah no no not yet let's not go to books yet because it's a very recent uh, I will see how long it lasts though I mean I've been but any genre in books Oh I've actually just been reading very sport oriented books I read okay. this uh, there's actually this really nice book that I I think I would recommend um it's called Under the Light and well, amongst the I stars. love the fact that you can recommend a book that you don't know about the name of the book it's about it's so the the catch line is that it's it's about the untold stories of women's football okay um it has the story of nadia nadeem it has the story of ali long the underground football world it has a lot of stories um the the it's called um, under the lights and in the dark thank you untold in the dark stories. okay under the lights and in the dark <laughs> yes that's the one yeah okay yes yes awesome. that's the one so that's a really good book and i think i would recommend that to anybody who's and trying to understand the other side of women's football that they don't see on television so uh that's that's a really good read um i've been reading i read relentless because i'm in season and i have to get in the zone of winning games um relentless by tim grover okay it's a great book if you want to start motivating yourself getting into playing and all that um i've been by recommendation of my father i've been reading psychology of money because Yes. Fair enough. <laughs> That's a yes. great, good enough hint. <laughs> like hint, hint. I bet it's like a, it's on, such a dad book to recommend. Okay. Like on the first page, it's like, did you get the hint? <laughs> did you get this like, from your dad? Or you? yes. Yeah. Yeah, I did, and uh, that's a great book. I it's just been that on and off. Um, other than that, I I don't wanna. I there are not too many books that I've actually finished to get through. It. I start and then I get bored and I stop. Okay. because I'm a better podcast or I'm very visual and audio in my communication yeah. so I think uh even with writing it's a little difficult for me I would rather speak and yeah. you know listen so I I used to like writing uh I really liked writing still but um the thing is with the podcast I felt like it's just so much easier yeah uh, I yeah because I used I have or I used to have like this blog that I have uh so i used to write quite a bit often oh, right. um so it's it's a restaurant review site if that oh. makes sense yeah so i review restaurants in well i the two places that i've actually lived for a little while so that was dubai and bangalore so reviewing okay. restaurants there uh okay. but yeah it's been a while since i've written because it just feels like a writer's block of sorts like oh, you can just get bogged down after a while and the podcast seems a little easier to speak about yeah um Yeah so li- my writing right now is limited to the recipe site that I have where I cook and I just write stuff about right. um but yeah I can understand that so uh music wise oh I don't have any particular genre or anything that I am you know too hooked on to I listen to all kinds of music That's and fine. I think with music it depends on my mood mm-hmm. uh there are times when I am in like an absolute uh, hard rock mood and then there's another time when i'm in like a totally low sam smith okay <laughs> so Fair it enough. keeps varying and i think i think music 
for me at least it's it's sort it is a little bit of a mirror of how i feel and uh it 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 just it helps it helps that way because uh the the time when i listen to music a lot is either when i'm alone at home trying to get some work done uh yeah. trying to get chores done so i don't sound monotonous or when i'm riding my bike so uh absolute mundane monotonous tasks i really need music i cannot get through it without music i don't know how people drive without listening oh, to anything no i can't uh, yeah <laughs> i mean what do you do you just stare into space yeah uh even if there's someone there with me i will still have the i've got my spotify playlist hooked on to my my car and i would play it i i obviously put songs where i can sing to if i'm alone in the car best just sing along so yeah. carpool karaoke by yourself if with friends then they join in as well so it's, it's even yeah. more fun yeah uh, that's, so, that's that's actually nice so that's what i think um indie indian indie um rock the the 80s the 90s i i love okay. all of can them can i ask you for your top 5 bands here good lord why you got me doing this favorite ones okay so rock 100% acdc yes uh, then and i think a little bit of the of, of the queen as well uh, mm-hmm. of course <laughs> of course right so i mean yeah. the, just the gen, the classics with indie i love the local train okay um they're fantastic i've also started to independent artist wise there's this guy uh his name is i think i'm not sure i think his name is mitras or something okay. uh he has a couple of uh independent um uh, standalone songs very nice i will send you links after this yes. um um i think other than that any of the recent pop like feel good music um bands wise not really that many i think only rock i've actually followed properly a band band Fair other enough. than that uh, so the so i i because of rock i think the and because of like music classes i think eventually i got into carnatic progression which is ah uh, yes of course i was i was getting to that i was going to get to that at the, the end <laughs> of course it had to come up right yeah yes yes it did it did i was forced into uh, learning carnatic and uh, post that i was actually forced i mean i was not forced as much i sort of chose to learn the keyboard i was supposed to learn the drums and then yeah, i yeah. think i unanimously decided that it was a guy's instrument is a yes that's just the way my family felt at that point so now they don't and now they're like hey why don't you pick up a new instrument why don't you learn the drums like this is something that should have been thought of when i was 14 or 15 but now yeah. i'm 25 uh but it's still i mean it's okay i think i might just the thing with the thing with the keyboard is that it can fit easily into any tiny space <laughs> drums are like oh, i need to invest in that bigger space now um, no fair but i think is... the basics of a drum set you can play anywhere like yeah. a laptop or anything but it's the noise anyway so, I, mean, I, i might just uh, get into percussion sometimes learn it uh but but right now football just takes up a lot of fair um, enough yeah as a sure i'm i'm happy for it too Um yeah so i think music wise that pretty much it agam is great in carnatic progression there's actually okay. this really nice uh it was recommended to me by a friend and eventually i realized my mom's a big fan of them as well they call the raga harmony they they okay uh, might have heard of them they, they yeah. basically take very traditional carnatic music and they add their own twist to it Mm-hmm. Uh, with whatever instrument it doesn't have to be rock based but with whatever they they, they make a little bit of it slightly pop oriented and it's nice yeah. it's, it's very nice the way that they re uh, reimagined it is very nice so that uh, i am a huge fan of folk studio okay yeah uh, studio pakistan i think folk studio pakistan yeah. has better music yeah um 1000% better music um i would agree yeah i i love i love folk studio pakistan been following them from i think about seasons Six or seven, mm. we're in season fourteen right now. So. Okay, yeah, I don't follow, but I've heard this stuff, and they're quite very, very good. Yeah, great music, and I mean, I think watching reels a lot lately has just got me into knowing recent latest pop music. So anything fun to dance to a mall game. All right, great. So let's. I want to ask you also one more thing. Yeah. So concerts, have you been to many? And if so, yes or no. like as in do you like them listen yes no. 
Um, not. I've not been to too many. The uh, the main concerts that I've been to have, are the ones that happen in IIT Madras. Um, okay. The the so IIT Madras has a huge festival called Sarang. Uh, yeah. It used yeah. to be called the Mardi Gras, but then it became Sarang. Basically, mm-hmm. they invite big names in the music industry to perform. So I've been to a Shankar Mahadevan concert, a Farhan Akhtar concert, a bunch Salim Suleiman, but all of these Bollywood stars. And uh, I've been to one A R M A N concert. Okay, nice. Uh, mostly, I I don't like E D M concerts because <laughs> just as a music it just doesn't make sense to me unless like you're just dancing in a in a club or something like that. But um, so yeah, other than that, not too many concerts per se. I think uh, that's about it. It's it's limited. Okay, all right, great. Uh, so let's talk about now obviously since i known you i I've, i've you've told me that you did move from chennai to bangalore now for yeah ball reasons and all of that work reasons how's the change been has it been like a huge sort of culture shock or is it just because it's south india south india not much change uh culture wise there is a stark change also so there is a little bit of balance which helps me navigate it at, the, at least in 2019 it helped me navigate through a lot initially of course it was hard because i was um, through four years of college uh, staying at home leaving everything and coming out here initially it was a little difficult but i'm not somebody i think through all these state camps and everything you just learn to live by yourself so i was very comfortable living by myself and i also think that i've come to really like bangalore a lot as a place uh, not the geographic uh, location and like just how it's structured just the people in bangalore are great okay uh, the, the the general culture i think uh, is also very i think i would say youth oriented and i think very open minded so i don't think chennai is there yet i think it's yes. it's there in in a few pockets in the city but i think the rest of chennai is still fairly conservative so i think it's it's nice also in bangalore when you come here and you realize that majority of the population isn't from bangalore at all yeah uh, but, uh, which they don't like it's been a lot of fun i think the independence of it is great in terms of socializing and all social life how's it been because like from obviously you've got your gang with sisters and sweats you've obviously got people around the same age as you who working in football you've got your football friends as well but like how, how often do you all socialize you know what's the normal social scene like at bangalore i mean most of our social scene revolves around playing a pickup game of football and then going out for dinner okay. uh, or do that in the morning and go out for breakfast or brunch so i think i think football's pretty much helped me build a social life sisters and sweat was my social life in 2019 20 apart from my club team of course because i played in the karnataka women's league uh, from 2019 this is my fourth season now um so yeah i think the teammates that i made through the the club team that i was playing for uh, i played for parikrama fc so i had really good friends in the club um and yeah we we uh, always catch up after practice outside we'd have breakfast together lunch uh, i think bonding over a meal is always nice so it was that and then later when once we got a lot closer i think we we started partying together as well so uh, that was that was fun uh, but i'm not too much of like a rager kind of party person but i'm not really the person who sits in the corner either i think i find a balance fair enough uh, yeah so i think other than that it's just it's mostly been football uh, people i met through sisters and sweat uh, school friends a few of them who are still here um yeah i think that's about it where in bangalore do you stay which locality are you in so i live near uh, domlu near indranagar oh uh, so you're in the heart of the city i used to yeah i used to live in kolmangla but that's also uh, yeah i was i it's always been central because i think another thing is that the stadium is very close by uh, the bangalore football stadium right so i think i any decision that i took uh, just just centered around football so i i just realized that the stadium was here okay i should be around here to play i should just 
you know live around uh, this side of town um and everything just fell into place right after it yeah i mean i like talking from a social life that those two areas are peak like for, if you want to go out those two areas are probably the best places yeah. without having to travel too far and you don't want to travel too far in bangalore anyway given the traffic so yeah i think indranagar and kormag you couldn't hit any better places for you know having any sort of social life all the best restaurants and pubs are there so uh, that works well for you um all right so i i suppose the next question that i have for you is let's talk about your upbringing because you have probably i was not wouldn't say strange over but you had a different upbringing to what most girls or women have had given that you're in football not many women or girls have their parents are actively encourage them to uh, pursue those career choices right uh, so yeah. as a kid how did that happen like yeah. how how encouraging were your parents like you didn't mention that your mom tried to put you through a, all sort of sporting activities so yeah just talk about uh, just talking about about that yeah so i think uh, one thing here is that both my parents are are actually not sports people at all and they're not inclined in sport um and i think that was one of their main reasons to get me into it in the first place at least um i think that's pretty much what uh, my mom wanted i think she's told me this as well that you know it's sport has always been good because it's a good way to build um uh, you know you you understand how to work with the team you learn a sport you also learn a skill you you get some fitness in so it's always there's no nothing you're losing out of here probably the risk of injuries but she wasn't really worried about all that at that point um but yeah i think um that was one of the main reasons why she put me into sport and i think after that i just picked up on it and i really enjoyed it myself i think that was fairly inherent to my character i've always uh, liked stepping out i hate sitting at home for too long uh but right now i just do big uh, like days off i'm just a couch potato i don't leave my <laughs> it happened Yes, yes. will leave my ten ten into ten space. Welcome but yeah, I think other than that, uh, <laughs> but uh, I think now I've sort of found that uh, I'm either in season, waking up at five a.m. or I'm on a Sunday at ten a.m. not getting out of bed. There is no in between. Um, okay. So I think I think for me, it's it's uh, I've been into sport. I uh both my parents have they put me into sport but i think academics were a non-negotiable you had to study you had to do well because also there wasn't much of an alternative to carrying out a career in professional sport right and also there wasn't really any awareness on the fact that you know what hey i could play the sport and end up earning money from this and we're still not there uh yeah. i think i would say that even in india i don't think even only the top one or two percent of the players who are already in the national circuit can say that they make a living truly out of playing the sport i don't think even the other girls who are in the national team can say that about their careers um it's because as an industry i think for women's football were not there yet right so because that inhibition was always there i think it made sense there wasn't any awareness there was also a lot of fear in terms of sending your kids off to camp and then like hey no contact what do we do how do we speak to them and of course like phones were there and you could call them up but again it it is that that apprehension for people who aren't very sport inclined through their life that always comes up yeah your parents seem like the most jolly people have said like let let her let her go somewhere i really don't care like don't have phones fine no not an issue i can i can also picture the conversation going like um yeah, your no, mom no, not at all i think uh, So I can also picture your your mom kind of telling you go break a leg and then you're like you're kidding right and then she you both having the staring competition like kidding right <laughs> like yeah don't matter <laughs> no 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 so I think he was a little bit of he... <laughs> no 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 so I think uh, it was a little bit of my mom wanted me to get into sport get hurt uh put me so you know how you're learning how to ride a bike and yeah. you get hurt and she's like yeah yeah it's fine just just blow some air on it it will be fine right <laughs> so i think it was that but also 
when it came to physically getting stronger that is something she was always down for but uh, i don't the only thing i think was hard was how do you balance academics and sport so i think um uh, that that always got in the way because that sort of what uh, pushed me into taking up engineering i studied i sat through four years of it uh and then i completely quit and pivoted right so yeah that's not, i mean that's not new though in today's world that's not new no, i think exactly 10 years ago then people like be like what are you think <laughs> yeah it's a code you you get a degree and then especially an engineering degree and then you do whatever you want that's like some norm yeah. and i don't know why that's the norm it just is yeah yeah i th- i think it like you've got a backup i suppose given the new the nascent stage of women's football industry in india i suppose having an engineering de- degree is sort of a good backup to have um yeah. but yeah i suppose once it does hopefully improve then you shouldn't need to have that so you can hopefully yeah. go in with that mindset that you can get a good well paying job as a footballer or whatever. for sure uh, no, for so sure. I just, yeah i just want to talk about sisters in sweat as well like how did that come about um so i actually met uh, tanvi in chennai mm-hmm. um and i was i i i followed her for a bit on instagram and just just knew about the the football industry especially the women's football industry in india is fairly small right so you just see a lot of videos that are shared talked about and uh, i read about her she was the first uh, indian women to go play in, in the in england in tottenham hotspur and fulham so and uh, it was it was all over the news it was really exciting to see that somebody had actually gone there and i'd met her in chennai and in 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 actually in a movie shoot uh, we were part of this uh, movie called bigil uh, and oh, we were part really? of yeah we were we were part of bigil uh, they they made a, so they basically needed footballers like real footballers to shoot the actual football scene so that it doesn't look too fake uh, kudos um, to them <laughs> well, at least that's some yeah. effort yeah yeah so they actually got in a few footballers from bangalore and chennai and uh, pretty much all over the country they got some manipuris uh, who were in the football circuit they got some girls from delhi and all that so i met her there and we just got to talking she was telling me about sister and sweat about how it's been for her after coming back to india and yeah and that's about it and i spoke to her and i said hey this sounds like a lot of fun i'd love to intern uh and that's it i just took a one way drop to bangalore came saw sisters and sweat session decided that for the next 6 months this was around august of 2019 okay. um just decided that for the rest of the year i'm just going to try interning here but the thing is it was really small sisters sweat wasn't even incorporated at that point it was just about getting into having a website and all of that stuff it was just operating out of a whatsapp group back then um so joined in and uh, that wasn't enough so apart from playing i interned at decathlon as well because it just by default when you're getting into the sport industry just go intern at decathlon <laughs> it's the most basic yeah like, i love that way, yeah thing that you can do it's like an entry it's like, level it's like if i'm if i'm waiting table or if i'm trying to go to manage a restaurant i need to do i need to serve fries at mcdonald's first exactly fair enough yeah Yeah, yeah i think uh, getting into the sporting industry you just work a part time shift at decathlon you'll sort of i think it also gives you a little nice insight into how sales and everything works yeah. how you talk to people and you work shifts and all that so that was a good experience um four to six hours a day there a couple uh, like two to four hours at sisters wet and then another two hours at practice that was pretty much how my day went uh, i'd like i like to keep my days packed so by the end of it all i have to do is you know eat sleep and just recover for the next day uh that was pretty much how it was going and uh, after that turn 2020 i knew that sasachwad was going pretty well so i stopped interning at decathlon i focused on playing i got injured around that time which is why i couldn't play the iwl and I ended up commentating so all overlapping around the same yeah. time um but yeah i think uh then the pandemic struck but sasachwad sort of stayed we didn't stop we shifted to the online platform kept growing the community 
and then it became a full time job for me i was handling all all sport operations and i currently head operations in bangalore nice nice that that sounds really cool like just out of the blue you meet someone network and yeah that's that's yeah i mean yeah i had a i think back then i had a proper fan girl moment because i was only i only knew tanvi through uh instagram and youtube videos and all of that right oh, yeah. so you finally get to meet the person so instagram stalker my instagram stalker. <laughs> <laughs> so you're the one you're uh, you're the one sending me those dms like oh yeah Fair I never once slid into her DMs by the way. Fair play. Uh all right. Uh, yeah. And so you, the one thing I forgot to mention earlier was you like you said you like to travel and trek and all of that. Um so what's your like what's your ideal sort of travel weekend like or where would you or okay that and also I, again I'm I'm going to throw five top fives at you so five uh, rather than your top five places that you've been to top five places that you want to visit at some point in your life that you haven't already countries okay, places anything yeah so yeah for sure i think i think um, i want to visit the northeast i have okay. never been there i've interacted with a lot of people from there but i've realized i've never physically been there so i want to do an entire northeast trip um then I think in India northeast and Kashmir are two things that I've never done. Uh so so that's for sure. Um apart from that I would like to visit a rainforest at some point. So maybe whether it's India or even uh abroad through the Amazon, I don't know. Hopefully I get to do that someday. Yeah. Um uh, I would really like to go to Europe and uh watch a football game. Hopefully like a women's world cup soon um but i think it's happening in australia next year so i might just go there i okay. hope i get to go there okay. um and apart from all of these i think thailand just because okay. everyone's going it just i'm just curious <laughs> right okay yeah too many people are talking about thailand i just want to go i want to see what's there i suppose it is easier from india to go there um yeah okay that's that's a fairly spread out Right, but any place in Europe, like you mentioned, Europe, but just to watch a football game or any place in particular, you've always. Um. No, I think if I go to Europe, I would never do a thing where I just pick one place. I would preferably see all of Europe because I think it's like the size of South. So wide place, <laughs> but <it's>... so <laughs> might as well, might as well go everywhere. But I would really like to go and watch uh, a game in the Wembley and a game in the Alliance Arena. Okay. Nice. So. Munich and London. Munich and London. Those are nice choices as well. Interesting. Okay, that but as as a whole I'm a rainforest. We've got Europe, we've got the northeast. I think the northeast could have rainforest, don't they? Uh Meghalaya. No, the northeast doesn't have a rainforest. I think it's the Sundarbans are a little Sund- towards Bengal. Yeah, actually yeah, that that I, I shouldn't I'm probably going there December. Yeah. Okay, interesting. That that's also actually Northeast is a place that even I haven't been to that is always on my yeah. bucket list but like you'd never really think of going that side but yeah this time in December the plan is with the folks to go to uh with my family to go to Sundarbans and then Kaziranga as well because my oh, sister nice. got like my sister's got a wedding in Guwahati so we thought we just do that. Ah. And then nice. we have to come back all the way from there. We have to come back all the way to Kerala for another wedding. <laughs> and then it's like, okay, now enough. Uh, December's, yeah, it's bang. It's yeah. for me. It's like Bangalore, Calcutta, Calcutta, Guwahati, Guwahati, Kerala, Kerala, Bangalore, <laughs> Bangalore, Dubai. It is. Oh yeah, that's a yeah. that's a long long set of travel. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah. Yeah, but travel is fun. I think though the these two years though that we missed out on is like oh so bad. But yeah, yeah I, I do agree. I think this uh, is the longest I've gone without traveling anywhere. I think through school, I uh, used to constantly. I think once every two months, I just go somewhere, even if it's about, if it's close by, just for a normal school tournament, uh, okay. or if it's like district championship or the state championship, you would still go somewhere, right? Yeah. Since the pandemic, I've been to Chennai and back to Bangalore. into chennai yeah. and then back to bangalore again i uh, same I, oh, i and i wasn't 
Okay, so but I was in I was in Kerala once for the senior national last year. <laughs> the, that triangle, yeah. I, uh, even for me, it's been like uh, Dubai, Bangalore, Bangalore, Dubai. I did one trip to Bangalore <laughs> for a friend's wedding, but Dubai, Bangalore. That's the only thing that I've done because two years of not being to Bangalore and meeting the family there, uh, like the grandparents and the uncles, aunts, all of that. I could go. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's only been my only trip has been to India. Uh, been missing out on going out to the other places, but hopefully, hopefully soon. I thought I thought with the World Cup coming, at least Qatar would be checked off, but there are no tickets, so <laughs> forget about oh it. Oh my god! Um, I would actually, I actually assume that you just go over to Qatar because you live right. Uh, yeah, I, I assume. So the thing is, yeah, we tried. We tried. I. La- on the day that they opened up the portal to book tickets, I was there at least 10 to 15 minutes before they actually opened the portal because they tell you the time. So I was there and I had to wait for three, four hours before I could actually access the portal. Whoa. And uh, then there's like only wheelchair access and then some really weird. I mean, the matches that I wanted to go for, they weren't there. So we're like, I just leave it. It doesn't really make sense uh, because it was like friends. And then we thought, we thought we thought we thought of flights. Obviously, now there will be cheaper flights. At that point, it was expensive. We thought then we'll probably drive it down from my place to Qatar. It's actually only six hours. Oh, you but have to go through Saudi that's, that's and then, yeah. But then it is a little bit of a headache because I do need a Saudi visa. Then I need a Qatar visa, and then that uh, becomes a little headache. But apart from that, yeah. So we had that whole plan uh, that just got dumped, and like okay, at least we saved up, saved cash for that. Then the next plan was to use that cash and go watch the Formula One race. Then we we uh, in Abu Dhabi, and then we delayed that for so long that those pri- those tickets also got sold out. We're like, okay, great. <laughs> um, so I, so now we yeah, and now we use those whatever we've saved some more some more, and then we've like whatever uh, we now there's a concert that's happening in Abu Dhabi, no, in Dubai itself. So this, this this band called Two Cellos. They, they, what they do is that they cover hard rock, rock music, pop music, all of that, but only with cellos. So like two guys, two Croatian dudes on cellos. I saw them in live in the UK. Um, they're insane, but I didn't, I couldn't watch the full thing because I had a train to catch towards the end. So I couldn't watch the full thing. And now they're coming to Dubai as part of their final tour. They're then kind of disbanding to do their own personal stuff. So okay. they're doing that. And then... Maybe or may not be uh, the Lion King musical is in Abu Dhabi as well. So let's see. Uh, but yeah. yeah, then and there's some other people coming, which I don't think we're going for. Like, I think Post Malone's coming and then Sting is coming. So like, we see, but doubt it. But yeah, that's about it. I don't know how from travel we ended up here, but we did. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess, I mean, that that's great. And I guess that's, as good a time to call it a day before we start another session of this. But thank you, Mithila, for being a part of this very special interview and this special series. I'm glad that we could have you on here and it was fun talking to you about everything but football, even though we did sort of touch upon it, but you know, not about the regular football that we talk. So thank you for being on here. It was fun chatting with you and I hope to host you now on to our proper podcast soon. For if sure. Thanks for having me yeah, yeah, no, for sure. I think uh, now that the main the main season leagues have started, uh, definitely in the upcoming matches, I'm happy to, you know, let's let's do another podcast. Maybe yeah. even about the US uh, tour at at the Wembley. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So, definitely. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks for having me. Uh, I I had a lot of fun talking today. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It's different. I, that's the reason, man. I like. I normally only talk football to you and anyone else who comes into the podcast. So this is just a refreshing take on just talking about lives. And you know, we probably got more similar lives. Uh, what's pre- predominantly the same TV shows and movies. And yeah, so it it's stuff like that where you kind of realize that you've got a lot more in common with people that you've interviewed in the past. But just with football now, it's just more in general life. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, thank you for lending at least an hour of your time on this. And yeah, can't wait to host you in the near future. And to those of you watching us or listening to us, please do hit the like button, comment down below, subscribe if you're watching us on YouTube. 
and if you're watching it on youtube you can also listen to the audio podcast on any of the podcast platforms that you listen to so spot on listen on so spotify google podcast apple podcast you name it we're there um all you need to type is for football sake and you'll get us um leave a rating let us know if you want to be a part of the podcast as well and then eventually that will lead you down to ha- being on this similar series uh in due course hopefully as long as the podcast remains and yeah i'll catch you all on our next episode but that's it for episode number 4 of season 1 of the dressing room series i'm your host pradi once again you have a good evening and see you <laughs>